mortgage rates are finally dropping. An unusually strong storm is headed for the East Coast, and your cat might want to play fetch with you. We'll explain at the end of the show. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The 7 from The Washington Post. It's Friday, December 15th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Number one, Ukraine took a big step toward joining the European Union. Yesterday, the EU agreed to open membership talks with Ukraine. It'll be years before the country can join the bloc, but the decision was an important sign of support as Ukraine continues to fight off Russia's invasion. But it's not all good news for Ukraine. EU leaders also failed to agree on a nearly $50 billion fund for the country, exposing divisions within the union. Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban has friendly relations with Russia, and he stalled EU decisions that don't favor Moscow. In Russia, President Vladimir Putin held a marathon news conference and call-in show yesterday. This is kind of a tradition Putin does every year, and he used this one to insist that his country will win the war in Ukraine. The House passed the annual defense policy bill yesterday. That's our second story. This $886 billion bill includes a 5.2% raise for military personnel and funding to counter threats from Russia and China. Now that it's passed the House and Senate, President Biden is expected to sign it into law. The bill's passage was an unusual show of bipartisanship. The House, as you know, is bitterly divided. The legislation had been stripped of hardline Republicans' wish lists targeting abortion, diversity, and LGBTQ plus rights. Leaders from both parties work to bypass most of these demands. But there are more fights looming in the new year. A partial government shutdown is possible next month. Money for some key federal programs like food and drug safety services expires on January 19th. Number three, the U.S. urged Israel to scale back its war in the Gaza Strip. Yesterday, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan held talks with Israeli officials. He urged them to move to lower-intensity operations in the near future. This follows President Biden's remarks this week that indiscriminate bombing was costing Israel support. Here he is speaking to reporters following an event at the National Institutes of Health yesterday. I want them to be focused on how to save civilian lives, not stop going after Hamas, but be more careful. Together, Sullivan's visit and the president's comments suggest the U.S. is souring on a campaign that has killed thousands of Palestinians. But it's not clear whether Israel has any intention of following the advice from its strongest ally. Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant told Sullivan that the war will stretch on for more than several months. Number four. Mortgage rates dropped below 7% for the first time in four months. Just six weeks ago, the average rate for 30-year fixed-rate mortgages peaked at 7.8%. That was a high not seen since the year 2000. Now, according to new data, the rate stands at 6.95%. Now, if you're looking to buy a home, borrowing costs remain more than double what they were early last year, and real estate prices are still elevated but aspiring buyers are finally seeing some relief. And with rates starting to fall, there are signs that buyers are rejoining the hunt to find a home. Mortgage applications, which in October sank to their lowest level since 1995, have recently been ticking back up. 
An unusually strong storm will hit the East Coast this weekend. That's number five. The storm system is forecast to drop heavy rain and bring strong winds from Florida to Maine between tomorrow and Monday. Flooding is possible along Florida's Gulf Coast. Experts remain divided on the specific track of the storm, but virtually all agree on one thing. The storm will be weirdly strong and damp for this time of year. A storm of this strength in December would normally bring heavy snow, but there's not much cold air to be found in the eastern states, so you should get ready for some wet weather. The stormy conditions are forecast to hit most of the major cities along the east coast. That could cause widespread travel delays, especially Sunday into Monday. Number six, Google is taking steps to protect your location data. Right now, the data of where you've been is kept on Google servers, as well as on your own devices. Soon, it'll only remain on your hardware, or if you want to keep it on the cloud, it'll be protected by encryption. The changes will start rolling out in the new year. It means Google won't be able to see the record of places you visited, and your location will be inaccessible to law enforcement. So if you're creeped out by Google Maps timeline feature, which is basically a log of your movement throughout the day, it will soon be a little less invasive. And at number seven, your cat might want to play fetch with you. A new study looked at whether cats play fetch just like your dog does. It looked at a survey of the owners of over a thousand cats, and the results are clear. Some can catch and play fetch. Now, there are some things the study didn't find out. While dogs tend to play fetch to bond with their owners, we don't really know why cats do it. Experts think it might be because cats are fascinated by the object, so their motivation may be a little bit more selfish than a dog's. But if you want to spend the weekend playing fetch with your cat, here's what the experts say you should do. Begin by rewarding your cat for giving you an object. After creating the positive association, try throwing it and see if they bring it back. If it doesn't work, don't be disheartened. Your cat still loves you. It probably just has better things to do with its time. That's the show for this week. The assistant producer of The Seven is Taylor White. The staff writers are Jamie Ross and Hannah Jewell. John Taylor is our editor. Additional editing by Christina Quinn. Copy editing by Melissa No and Francis Moody. Mixing and sound design is by Jim Briggs and Justin Garish. Our theme music is by Edith Mudge. Our director of audio is Renita Jablonski. I'm Jeff Pierre. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, and I will meet you back here on Monday. <laughs>